Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Snake and Sickle podcast, where we uh, talk about current politics and other stuff. Uh, I am Lorenzo, and joining me today is my good friend Hugh. Hello, I'm Hugh. And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna chat. Uh, we're gonna start yeah. off. We're going to uh, start off by uh, chatting about our boy, sleepy Joe Biden. No, uh, normal <laughs> Joe Biden. Normal Joe Biden. Um, and uh, just kind of talk about uh, where he's at, um, what we think of his presidency so far, his infrastructure bill, lots of stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, so uh, you were talking about, let's let's get COVID out of the way, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, he Hot inherited COVID. Operation Warp Speed from Trump, had the, like, the vaccine rollout. Yeah. Um, I think he's done a pretty good job with getting vaccines to people. I, I have a, I have a couple concerns about, you know, like, uh, you know, giving vaccines outside of like Walmarts and stuff. I don't know. May, maybe do it in a little more clinical environment, but. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that you, you got to do what you got to do at this point to roll it out. Um, I think I agree that maybe, uh safer environment like i got uh, i got my shot at a pretty safe environment and i didn't i feel like i would be way more um scared if i were a random walmart person that i that i didn't i don't know if if it was not to be if it was to be at a random walmart i think it would be a little scarier but i i do think that you got to do what you got to do right now you know yeah um yeah i mean that's the pretty much the thing with covid stuff um i mean also with the mask mandate stuff um there's a lot of numbers with that, and yeah. uh, there's a lot of a lot of stuff with COVID. Um, but I, we, we could actually devote a full episode to kind of breaking down COVID yeah, from totally. you know last year to this year. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah, sure. um, I personally think that <sighs> Fauci, not a fan. Yeah, and I would say I I like what the direction. I, I like how Fauci has given the country direction. So we disagree on that, of course. I think he's flip-flopped a lot. If you, if you look at his, like, past kind of stuff, he's, like, he's flip-flopped on stances all the time. He's, like, don't wear masks, then wear masks, don't wear two masks, now wear two masks. Wait, no, no, don't wear... It's, like, I don't know. I mean, he's also, like, a TV guy. Like, I, I'd much rather... I'd much rather listen to my doctor than listen to Fauci. Yeah, sure, he's a figurehead. But I, I think the, the one thing with Fauci that's so important to take in mind is that, y- you know, it's not like... Um, I don't know. It's not, it's not like a, a disease that has been around since the beginning of time that we know exactly everything about. Like we we really for this disease, it's so new that I think it's it's just there's a lot that's going to change, and we just got to be dynamic with it and listen to the experts. Well, yeah, and that's true. Yeah. Um, there we let's definitely devote a little more like yeah, time for to sure. It, we could talk about this for yeah. I want to yeah. I want to get more numbers on that. There's some other stuff about Fauci that's a little creepy. Um, <laughs> Well, yeah. Yeah, there's 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 a yeah, I don't want to say cuz you know, whatever platform we're going to put this up on could, you know. Uh, YouTube. Yeah, 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 YouTube censors are kind of bad. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's COVID. It's a mix. Um I I'd, I'd prefer if I don't know, there's some mixed messaging with the 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 like the vaccines and masks and he's kind of overcome that with the latest CDC thing. Yeah. But overall uh, mixed bag. I'm not really expecting sheer eloquence from Biden. Yeah, Biden himself, I think, on COVID, I think if you compare him to his predecessor, he is a god But in terms of COVID. But I think that... Well, he is inheriting the, the vaccine thing from Trump. So I think if Trump had won, 
he could have there there could have been a little bit of redemption, but yeah, Trump really dropped the ball on COVID. We totally agree on that. Yeah, I think I think Trump's probably it, it's if I I think it's probably gonna go down in history as his worst thing. Maybe I I'm not yeah. sure just because of like statistically, um, but I think it's his problems are more with his rhetoric on COVID. So Trump doesn't shut his mouth. He yeah. like if he if he opened his if or if he shut his mouth, I think. Well, you know, I think we'd be in a better place. Yeah, it was just so like, and and then the debates were just so awful. Like it, it was just. I I think that I will say I did like the line, the "Who built the cages, Joe?" That was that was a that was a good line. Yeah, there were some good lines. There were I I think the highlight of the <laughs> vice president debate, of course, this was all over social media, was the, the fly. fly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know. I, I I just it was just like so I think Trump was going for that though he was trying to be like the he was trying to fire up his crowd you know and it just didn't it just didn't play off well yeah he's like he and that's why if you look at him in primary debates like in 2016 this is kind of a tangent but it's fun, like when you yeah. look at him in primary debates in 2016 he was a menace because he would call everyone out in a way that made people laugh at them yeah. like look at Jeb Bush oh like, my God he he annihilated Jeb Bush. Same with Marco Rubio. I think a uh, little Bush, Marco, <laughs> little Marco, and Marco Rubio and Jeb Bush both were probably looking to be the front runners, if not for Trump. I'd well, say. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Jeb Bush, you know, has the name. He's got the name. He's got. Th- he's got the smarts. I think he's a pretty intelligent guy. He's a pretty. You know, he also has the corruption. I'm sure in of spades. Course. He's he's got all those contracts with you know. Yeah, as military. the Bushes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I am mm, not a fan of the Bushes. Yeah, nor am I. Um, it's actually funny watching um, the uh, <laughs> like a lot of the like woke establishment things all turn around and love Bush. It's like this. There's a lot there. I mean, there is. I I do think that it's fair to say that Bush compared to Trump was better, but I do think that uh, if you you can't use that as an excuse to say Bush was like this like extremely good president after all of his like horrible policies i would say that bush has had a worse lasting impact than anything trump will do um and because he put in the patriot act he put in something that allowed the government to spy on its own citizens breaking the fourth amendment he started the war on terror he got us into iraq and afghanistan the war on terror is a justification for the government to to spy on its own citizens like trump did some bad stuff but I think Bush really brought in a like a. <laughs> that's a whole that's a whole separate thing. We're talking about Biden. Yes, we're but, talking uh, about Biden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, coming back to Biden, <clears throat> uh, yeah, COVID. You know, that's COVID. Um, yeah. next thing, the border, which is funny we're talking about Trump so much because that's a kind of a big thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, under Biden, I've got some numbers here. Yeah. Ready for some raw numbers? Bring up the numbers. Yeah, I love numbers. Uh, <laughs> so here we go. All right, so this is from the U.S. Customs and Border Protection government website. So we can look that um, these are the uh, number of enforcement encounters, like the land border encounters. Um, so in tr- uh, <clears throat> let's see. Here we go. In uh, March 2018, we had 50,000, or around 50,000 enforcement encounters. Yeah. 2019, we had 100,000. Um, yeah. Yeah, Trump did experience a surge. Um, 
2020, of course, was much lower. But then we've got uh, 2021 with 173,000 enforcement encounters. This is up an insane amount. Like, if I could show you this graph here, I'll quickly pan it over to you. Look at yeah. this just massive spike. Like, yeah, wow. And, and it's tough to get news on this because, uh, from what I remember, Biden has blocked reporter access to the border. So a yeah. lot of the data either comes from official government stuff or... You know, you can get some stuff on Reuters or like one of those center uh, news sites. Um, but even then, it's hard to get uh, real good data. I think Ted Cruz tried to do like a Vice style like documentary at the border. Yeah, Ted Cruz has tried to do a lot of things that have not turned out <laughs> too good. <laughs> yeah, uh, like um, going to Cancun. Oh yeah, for uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know if that was. The smartest decision. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, uh, yeah. Least. Ted Cruz needs a little help sometimes. I think he needs a, a better political advisor. <laughs> I don't know who's who's calling his shots for him, but yeah, I yeah, he definitely needs some help. Not a fan. Yeah, for sure. On on immigration though, I think that um, a lot of the border crisis stuff. You look at the family separation. Um, a lot of that stuff. Uh, Biden has really come been hit hard by that stuff he's of course you see like the stats you will see the pictures of these yeah and, stuff. and yeah he the kids in cages thing hasn't stopped it hasn't no and there's rumors of like <sighs> migrants being flown into tennessee i don't i don't want to completely prove that or not um i saw on some local stuff from tennessee actually um but yeah it's bad yeah it's bad i but i do think that if you look at policy alone and look at what Biden has done for immigration policy. I mean, I can I think that he's working in the right direction. How so? So, I I think one thing is that he's kind of he's undid some of the wrongs that I think um Trump in place. Obviously, like the remain in Mexico like that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. Obviously, he stopped funding and immediately destroyed the or is working to destroy the border wall. No, no, he he started reconstruction on it. Do you see that? I did not see that. Yeah, he's start, he's starting reconstruction on it. For real? Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> well, I I I think that DACA alone. I think that's a that was big. Yeah, that I'm big. I'm cool with DACA. Yeah. Um, I I I like the like because kids that are like coming here at two years old, like they don't really. Y- what we need to be focusing on is the is the trafficking of those kids. Like yeah. the kids that get in here illegally. I mean, yeah. There. <laughs> what other home have they known? Yeah how they don't they don't have the decision you know it's it's really like they're in the country they're so young i I think that immigration should be i i think i know this is controversial to say but like there are positives to immigration in any form you know even that's not that's not uncontroversial i mean even illegal immigration really like I think there are still positives to any form of immigration. Sure. On the economy, especially. Well, yeah, it helps helps the 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 big corporations that 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 get a lot of workers that do horrible horrible jobs. But it but it also it helps with the jobs that we don't want to do. Oh no no no! You're you're not gonna get any uh, uh you're not gonna get any uh pushback from me there. I, yeah, for you sure. Know, but legal or illegal, you're going to see immigrants doing that. I I'd, I'd prefer like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. I think ideally, I would prefer like a 
just like a, a a quicker path to amnesty. Yeah, I'd like I'd like for the the uh, citizenship process to be streamlined, so then we can be harder on border stuff and be like, you know, because like if Trump did the Remain in Mexico stuff but made it easier to be a citizen, I'd be cool with that because I think that who, the people that benefit the most in the end from uh, illegal immigration are the millionaires and the billionaires. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, like the the big the big corporations that 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 now have a flood of labor. And they can pay yeah. dirt wages for. Well, yeah, which is, you know, I mean, I mean, it's it's something that we need to, for sure, work on, especially because you can you can really um, be corrupt in terms of illegal immigrants, and you can really pay them dirt wages. Yeah, and really te- treat them like they are, you know, bad. Yeah, no, there's a uh, there's there's a couple uh, I there's a. Uh, yeah, I uh, completely agree with that. Totally. I don't know. I had a brain fart there. <laughs> um, so, in terms of Biden's immigration, like, how do you think going forward? What What do you think he has to do going forward? He needs to take a stance because, like, he like that's the first thing. Because if you look at what he's been doing, it's been this flip flop of like, we want more people in the border. No, yeah. stay home. Wait, no, but they like me. Like, there's there's <laughs> literal immigrants that have gone like that have been recorded that or that have been like um, interviewed that are like, we came because Joe Biden said like X Y Z. You know, it's yeah. it's a direct thing. Like, it's not. And and people are like, oh no, the surge is just seasonal. Sure, you know, it, it is seasonal to an extent. But like, as we can see in the, on these graphs. Well, you guys can't see, but, um, you know, on these graphs, it's a huge, huge spike. I think that he needs to, like, as bad as it is, he needs to take that Trump stance on immigration right now, but not with the bully Trump. Like, he needs to basically explain, like, you know, we are in the middle of a, a pandemic, and it's, and it's lessening. We actually are doing a lot better than a lot of uh, countries right now. Um, I think we're almost doing better than France, um, which, you know. They're French. Um, They're just. What do they do? What, do they just like eat baguettes? They all eat day? the beautiful food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, <clears throat> they also uh, like strike every week. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, that's also because their government is horrible. Yeah, their government is awful. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I. Yeah. But uh, no, the the um, Biden needs to go and be like, yeah. St- like we're in the middle of a pandemic there's reports of people being let in without even getting tested for covid yeah like you know or people like at the border getting vaccinated it's like we still need to get everyone here vaccinated and yeah yeah you know i do sound like a bit of you know a bit of a you know nationalist populist when i say that but it's like we got our own issues oh yeah i mean i think that now more than ever though <laughs> we also need immigrants you know we also need uh people to fill jobs because right now our uh, small businesses especially are just dying well that's not the fault of that's like that's that's not, it's not a fault of lack of people it's because people are on 16 dollar unemployment true people i mean that's got to change but again like i i think that having more people in the country is it to it if it gets too high obviously there's problems but in terms of economic growth I think it's just like net positives. Sure. I mean, I you're kind of starting to sound like a capitalist there, Hugh. Well, I don't know about that. I'm I I think that 
having well having having workers is not necessarily just capitalist of, uh, you know i, of I know approach, yeah but i i think that like um it's i don't i don't know i i think that having a strong workforce um where people or you know i don't, I don't think the immigrants coming into this country are incredibly greedy no, I I'd, I'd much rather have them than like the uppity Brighton Brightonians that I like yeah. live near. If yeah. they, if I could replace like half my neighborhood with like these people that are willing to walk through a desert to get to America. Yeah, totally. Like number one, they'd make better food. I know that sounds bad, but like listen, if you've had proper food, yeah. it's so good. So and good. Foreign food in general, like that's why that's one of the key reasons why we need immigrants. Just kidding, but like that is uh, well, I mean, barbecue. Burgers. I, I, okay, I will s- that is yeah. true. That is true. I think there are some cuisines that I think we can live without. Um, like, I don't know, like, like Russian. No, Russian cuisine is good. You think so? Lots of meat. Lots of meat and potatoes. I like meat and potatoes. Okay, that is true. I think that. Like, I, I think I don't know any Russian people. I've never. Yeah, I've never heard anything about Russian food in my life. But I'd be interested in, because all my I've just thought of it as like bear meat and like vodka. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah uh no there's there's lots of uh, uh meat but that's a tangent but uh no um <laughs> we should have like a bell for every time uh, we get off tangent. topic yeah. <laughs> tangent <Ding>. bell um <laughs> but uh no i yeah i i think that either way biden needs to take a stance on immigration and he needs to own up to the fact that like you just can't have people flooding in right now at a time where we're struggling. I'm all for immigration. I'm a, a big immigration yeah. guy, but I'd prefer if it was done properly. And that's where we can get into dis- get discussions with you know the um you know path to citizenship and yeah stuff. the theoretical yeah about the immigration. theoretical. So yeah, I think did we is there anything else you want to cover with immigration? No, I think I think uh, we got a lot to talk about. Oh yeah, we got so this is the doozy. Um, so yeah, the this is the real big uh. They'll think, oh, we've been recording for 549 measures. Um, let's see if I can do beats in time. There we go. Um, so let's let's get on with uh, the the doozy Biden's infrastructure plan. Um, because yes, let's uh, do it. This is kind of like his biggest thing right now. He's really trying to push this through outside of his like executive orders from yeah. January. But um, so. We talked about it. We or sorry, uh, we talked about it um, a little bit before. Yeah. Um, so just for like a refresher, um, these are kind of the main points. So fix highways, rebuild bridges, upgrade ports, airports, and transit systems. That's one point. This is the kind of infrastructure part. Second part is deliver clean drinking water, a renewed electric grid, and high-speed broadband to all Americans. I like that as well. Uh, build, preserve, and retrofit more than 2 million homes and commercial buildings, modernize our nation's schools and child care facilities, and upgrade veterans' hospitals and federal buildings. Um, solidify the infrastructure of our care economy by creating jobs and raising wages and benefits for essential home care workers. Again, that's you know w- we can talk about that. Um, revitalize manufacturing, secure U.S. supply chains, invest in R&D, and train Americans for the jobs of the future. And 
create good quality jobs that pay prevailing wages in safe and healthy workplaces while ensuring workers have a free and fair choice to organize, join a union, and bargain collectively with their employers. So that's a lot, um, and we'll delve deep into it. Um, so yeah. All right, so let's talk about the infrastructure bill. I've got these numbers here, and uh, we talk, We got the main points out of the way. So this bill is going to cost $2 trillion over 10 years. Now, I didn't, like, sub. I, I was trying to go through and find all of the, you know, little payments and where that $2 trillion is going. After about 75% of the way, after, like, half the way, I just, like, kind of blacked out. There's a lot. A huge amount of stuff. Yeah. But one thing I noticed was a lot of ambiguous funds. Yeah. So you want let's get into it? Yeah, let's 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 talk about it. All right. So the first thing, $115 billion to modernize infrastructure. Um I'm a fan of that. Um Yeah. The only thing I will say is uh how much will that actually cost? I don't I I I highly doubt like $115 billion will be needed. To do all of that, I'd I'd like to see a, another quote. Yeah, I'd also like to see. I mean, I'm sure he has experts on this topic, but I I would like to know what modernizing infrastructure would mean exactly. Uh, I mean, I assume that like the first thing I think that um like the the road nerd in me inside of it is probably like oh make sure our intersections are not bad. Um, you know, there, there's more modern ways of getting good traffic flow and minimizing, like, car accidents and yeah. um, that type of stuff. Um, but I think that this is more repairing roads. This is repairing roads and making them more climate sustainable. I don't know. Okay. Really I, I think that's that's uh, essential. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not in disagreement with it. I just like to know, like, how much that actually costs. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, you know, the one thing I will say about this is that it, um, the, there's $115 billion that goes to modernizing that stuff. And that's a pretty clear-cut use of money. But then there's $20 billion that go to improve road safety for all users, including increases to, exist, increases to existing safety programs and a new Safe Streets for All program. I like what do you mean by increasing like road safety stuff like is that actual like road safety like you know infrastructure or is that you know giving money to a DMV somewhere um yeah. so they can so they can teach a 5 hour course yeah i mean i think with such a huge bill we're really going to see the effects of it especially in the years to come we're not going to be able to see it right away you know um so i guess well, yeah, that stuff got, it will be cleared up, of course. With the, such a huge bill, we can see how much money goes to random funds and where yeah. our two trillion is going. I think we'll be able to see in like a year or so where it's starting to go if this gets through. Which yeah, we will talk about that later with the Republican thing. Yeah, um, but yeah, this is um, you know, it's your typical infrastructure thing. Um, yeah. The second thing, modernized public transit. Um, he said uh, $85 billion to modernize existing transit and help agencies expand their systems to meet rider demand. This will double federal funding for transit, spend down the repair backlog. So I was talking with um, some people about the public transit thing, and the only, the only issue with 
the public transportation public yeah public transportation thing is that it has to be more competitive than getting a car and it also like is a lot of money especially the way we do it in america because we mainly do subways because you can build them under stuff like you know we yeah. don't really have like trolley buses or oh well, th- don't we have a couple in like new orleans or whatever Cable. probably yeah yeah we do um but you know we don't have mono. Uh, maybe we even do. But like you know, we we mainly rely on subways yeah, as you, our as our main public transportation, and those are expensive. And you go to places in like, um, uh, like Germany, for example, has a ton of like like trolleys. You know those like overground like yeah the trams. They've got yeah, the wires. Tons and of trams, and like uh, all over Europe, that stuff is just big. You know, it's it, it's very big, but you know, also with those cities, they're very, very densely packed, and I don't think they deal with the same. I mean, I could be wrong on this, but I don't yeah. think they deal with the same kind of urban sprawl that like sure. our cities. Like Los Angeles is not Crazy. the same as Crazy. Dortmund or oh yeah for or sure Berlin. I just picked Dortmund. I don't know, um, but <laughs> you know, it's they're these big spread out cities that use a lot of highway stuff, um, and like building a subway system across Los Angeles sounds like hell. Like, yeah. it's such a spread out city. It's so car reliant. Yeah, but again, to your point about modernizing infrastructure, we need to find a way for the darned LA traffic to be lessened, you know, just like in any of those huge sprawled out cities. Like, it's just, it's so inefficient nowadays. <sighs> yeah, I mean, that's just a way with the how the city is planned out. I mean, yeah. It's why there, it's one of the biggest disadvantages to our modern highway system is that, and we can get into more into that with some other public transit stuff. But mm-hmm. um, the main thing is like it it sprawls out cities. There's like the whole urban sprawl, like flight. Like, yeah, you know, you go through sections of Los Angeles. There's no density. It's super like low density. Yeah, super spread out, and like for one of the most bustling you know not like most bustling in the world's bustling cities in the world wow i'm really not doing great with the speech here um you know it's a, it's a, it's an incredibly bustling city it's not a great <laughs> layout for it um, yeah and even then like new york city it, sometimes big cities will just end up being very congested yeah new york city is um but New York City for sure has a way better public transportation yeah. system. Than yeah, you don't, you don't, yeah. It, it's got, it, yeah, the subways are good. Do they have bus? I don't think they have buses. Uh, I don't think so. They have the, you know, they have the taxis, but. To- yeah, taxis, subways. Um, also, um, D.C. Oh, right, yeah, they, they, have, they have a good, yeah, they have, I mean, some cities can, can do it. Yeah. Like, I, but I think that public transit, like, you know, they're. I think there are the people that, that, that and including me to, to a certain extent, I have to kind of separate, you know, my city planner, you know, yeah. vi- like SimCity, video, like City Skylines, video game nerd, with, you know, reality. It, implementing public transit, you have to make it more, uh, more effective than cars. I agree. Um, and tram, like trolley bus, can you imagine trolley, like trams and trolley buses, on the roads of LA, people already don't like the traffic. Yeah, horrible. But I do think that something that public transportation can give you is that it's cheap. You know, a lot of the people in uh, New York City. Uh, well, it, New York it, City is bad cheap, example. It's cheap to use, but like the taxpayer won't really like it for about a decade. As sure, you know. 
I think uh, New York City is a bad example of cheap just because I think that the reason why public transit works so well is because it's so congested, everything's so close. Um, yeah, and if and if they made the prices more expensive, they'd have a riot on their hands. Yeah, and I think, like, for uh, in terms of trains, I know we've talked about this before, but, like, faster trains... Yeah, we'll we'll get into that's actually the next point that we have here. Okay. Um, but the first thing, like eighty five billion to modernize existing transit, it doesn't say anything about building new transit. So, I mean, that's a lot of money to be investing in like bus systems. Yeah. Um. So again, fuzzy money that are like kind of a little bit of loosey goosey with the with the with with the money there. Well, you know, we'll see where that eighty five billion goes. Um. And then the next point is invest in reliable passenger and freight rail service. Um, and this is $80 billion. And it's there's nothing about, like, new, faster things. It's more about, like, improving what we already have. I've ridden on our trains. I don't like them. They're slow. Yeah. Like, they're not, like, that's the thing. These trains have to be more competitive than a highway yeah and amtrak just doesn't really cut it it has to be more competitive than the highway and it has to be more competitive than planes like yeah sure i could take the train from here to chicago and that would be i don't know how long i mean i could take the train from here to la and (laughs) i'm I'm assuming that'd be a quite a long probably like a week yeah Maybe less, maybe like a couple days. Yeah, I can take a flight and do it in a day. six hours to LA, New York to LA. Yeah, you can. Um, I mean, also time. It's crazy. The the time stuff helps where you you know go back three hours. But oh, true. Um, if if you don't have a connecting, well, hmm, this is a whole separate thing. I I, I haven't I haven't been on a plane in like years now um, neither have i oh my god uh, i want to go travel again i haven't been out of the state in like a year and a half yeah oh god yeah i mm, i was in pennsylvania for about a week or no not a week like for a weekend but oh, that's pretty nice i, I don't know pennsylvania is like uh. um <laughs> but um no i the, the the trains have to be have to outcompete at least for passenger Freight. They have to, or, uh, uh, rail service. Yeah. They have to, they have to outcompete highways and air transportation. And same thing with, um, same thing with, you know, freight rail. Like, listen, I get it. You want to have less trucks on the roads, but how are you going to make it faster? Yeah. You can get real modern bullet trains, but that's going to be billions of dollars more, and. You know, or you could just do planes. There's so many cargo planes. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think. I think trains are kind of a thing of the past. At least like cross country train trips or that type of stuff. We'll see though. Again, bringing up the infrastructure in Europe, just because that's like, it's bumping um, <laughs> over there. Uh, you know, I love what Angela Merkel is doing with um, Germany's infrastructure and everything. Well, sure, but Germany is like the size of New York State, and and even then, all of Europe. Uh, isn't it like right around? It's it's a little bigger. It's 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 bigger than New York State in terms of size. Yeah. Itself? Sorry, I just, my mic just got messed up there. Um, it's but like here's the thing: the entirety of Europe could fit 
in the United States with room to spare. Yeah, but I I think that like with that being said, just just like you know, living in the Northeast, like we we just don't have uh, a train system that can compete with them. And the Northeast is is a pretty small region, I would say. Um, yeah, it's, it's not like too sprawled out. No, it's it's pretty densely packed because yeah. you know we're not yeah we're 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 based off of like old cities factories boomtown right i mean the 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 northeast is uh it's it's kind of lacking in in the train transportation area and yeah i just don't again it has to outcompete like a really effective well sometimes effective interstate highway system and that's not something that you see in europe i don't think there are interstate highways are there intercountry highways well again um in Germany, they have uh, well, they have the autobahn, yeah. but I mean, like between Germany and France. Uh, mm, get, I'm gonna get back to everyone on that. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure there are uh, intercountry roads. I, I don't see why not. I'm kind of talking out my ass a little bit here. Yeah, I'm sure there are extremely. Effi- I mean, I, I think I just think that um, they do put an emphasis culturally on like not like you know it's not like. We love trains, you know, but uh, they do love trains. Yeah, yeah, they, you know, there's, especially in Britain. Um, but no, on oh, the, on, yeah. on, on, on the continent. Well, yeah, there's like the Channel Tunnel. That's actually a good example of like, can you imagine if we like built a tunnel through the Great Lakes to That'd get from crazy. Chicago, like from you know, I don't know, I can't think of a specific, or like from from Rochester to Toronto instead of having thing we just built through Lake Ontario. That would be. First off, costs a lot of money, but also sick. Yeah. Like I don't know if this is like the Minecraft in me speaking, <laughs> but like I I don't I've built m- many a time a little um under underwater glass um <laughs> railroad system in Minecraft and yeah it is awesome. Yeah, I yeah. The, <laughs> all right, can you do glass underwater? I don't I don't think you can do glass underwater. Can you? I believe so. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't built a lot of underwater stuff in Minecraft. Yeah, I, I try to stay above ground and make my little castles. But no, yeah, I, yeah, castles, I, cool. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, I mean, um, I think the Channel Tunnel actually just goes underground. Wow. Yeah. I mm, again. Very well, slow. I'm talking about stuff that I have no knowledge of. So let me get back to what we're supposed to be talking about, which is um, it's the uh. The but again, Biden, if you're listening. Um, glass tunnel. Yeah, in Lake can, Ontario can we get now? like a full <laughs> glass tunnel through the Great Lakes? I want it so I can go from like all five Great Lakes, just just a big old glass tunnel. Um, also, Biden, if you're listening, um, can you give me like lots of money right now? I want money. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, no. So that that's uh that's that. Um, there's. Oh, they modernized the high traffic Northeast corridor. Oh, look at that! There is there is something about the Northeast and public uh, freight rail here. Nice. Yeah. Representation. <laughs> Representation. Yeah. All right. So this is the most contentious thing for me here. Create or no? That's not. That's a lie. There's a lot of more stuff later on. But create good jobs electrifying vehicles. So this is all about electrifying America, um, in terms of our. You know, cars and stuff. Um, so he's gonna put a hundred and seventy-four billion dollars to win over the electric vehicle market. Um, he, I think there was something where he said, "Oh, we're gonna try to use American-made stuff," but I remember seeing a news article that said uh, he's outsourcing from some other countries. 
So, you know, a lot of union workers are like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, again, unions getting stomped over. Yeah, uh, listen, I'm, I, well, just more American manufacturing getting stomped over. But, um, yeah, well, but also, I don't know. I, th- I think that if this is, again, uh, we will probably have a full episode on um, unions. Unions and yeah. stuff like that. But I think, like, again, if unions had a bigger control over large corporations i think we could (laughs) we would we would be in a better situation in terms of workers everything yeah i mean we can agree to disagree on that one i think that what no matter how strong the unions are you're not going to be able to compete with like factories in china that pay their workers pennies like that's just you're not you're not going to be able to compete with that regardless of how you know how much the union demands we're kind of screwed as long as we keep outsourcing our stuff to China. So that's yeah. that's a whole separate episode. We can talk about that as well. But um, mm-hmm. no, I mean, here's the thing. Like, this is where I have my issue with like, well, why isn't a private company doing this? Like, I'd much rather Tesla do this because then I know it, it mm. directly benefits their profits. But with this, I'm giving 174 billion dollars to win over the electric vehicle market. Like. Do I really trust that the government is going to put that money to good use? Well, wow, that is red pilled. Um, yeah, listen, I've been I've been red pilled so long at this point. Like, <laughs> well, I think that for me, I just I, I I guess it's just difference of opinion. You know, like agree to disagree again. But for me, I think I I, I just personally I trust the government more than I trust private companies. So that's where we dif- we we differ. Yeah, I, I still have a little bit of work to do on you before you really open your eyes. No, I'm we'll kidding. see about um, that. I might have some work to do on you though. Yeah, I yeah no, I I think yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, the, that part is a little fuzzy for me. But yeah. the thing that I'm a little more uh eh on is he's like, we're gonna replace fifty thousand diesel transit vehicles and uh, electrify at least twenty percent of our yellow school bus fleet through a new clean buses for kids program. So, here's the thing. If you want to fix school buses, there's a lot, a, a lot of other things you can do that would make it a lot better, outside of like electrifying them. Because here's like we don't have, and this is why it's kind of in conjunction with like building up the the, you know the uh, uh, chargers and that type of stuff for the electric vehicles, but like. Our school buses, <laughs> I don't think electrifying them, like, that's not a good investment right now. Um, yeah, I think we'll see. I think it is a little, a little, unnecessary. it's not unnecessary, it's a little, th- there's more things to look at. I know what he's trying to get at in terms of, like, the climate and, you know, like, all those issues, environmental issues. But I think that there's more issues with that that we need to be solving. That this is kind of a little bit like, eh. Yeah. Oh, you know. Sure. Okay. You're fixing the school buses. Like, why don't you get better buses that are a little more gas efficient? I can't imagine these yellow clunky school buses are really like top of the line on gas mileage. Why don't you just start doing that instead of re- like doing this revolutionary new thing, which up to this point, has been associated with luxury cars. Like, this is not cheap. School buses are meant to be... Yeah. I mean, like, 
unless you're going to like Richie Mitch, Mitch ugh, Richie Mick Rich Kid School, and you know, I don't know, a very expensive area of yeah. the country. Like y- your buses are crap. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Sure, I I do think this is a little farther down the line in many different ways, but I think if it it's still a step in a direction that I think is correct, but I don't I don't know if this is what should be done right now, you know, with yeah. the, with the allocated resources because I think there's a lot more to fix. Well, he also said he's going to try to electrify the federal fleet of vehicles. And I'm like, okay, yeah. listen. Again, I'm giving all this money to the government, and they're 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 gonna claim this. Like, are they really gonna do that? Why why would they do that? Like, yeah, it, you know, what what advantage to them? Like, and this is a whole discussion about climate change, where it's like these people that are so for solar and and wind will scoff at nuclear, and it's like, so you're gonna you know it, you're gonna try electrifying all these things. You know that just gives more stuff to coal power plants. Like this electricity doesn't come from thin air. So like all this is going to do at the end of the day is is give more power to big coal you know organizations and corporations. And if you really want to start improving this stuff, there's a lot of other things we can be doing outside of electrifying the federal fleet. Yeah, I think there's a lot of easier stuff we can do. Um, yeah, go nuclear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, but like in terms of just like in other countries that are probably a little better than us in terms of um, how we deal with climate change, um, I think that like we could be doing easy stuff right now, like, um, you know, like recycling bins and compost and all these different things that are and like recycling like that's there's some there's some data about recycling that's a little more but but like um, i get what you're saying there's things that we can do that don't cost billions of dollars yeah like having each household having their own like composting bin and then like um you know other stuff like glass and separating glasses and stuff like that that's just a little bit more um safer and easier to do it's just so easy to do yeah it's not it's not really going to cost any i mean the thing i could say against it is like building separate facilities for all this stuff like yeah and and i don't think composting would work well in the cities when you're in and when you're in an apartment and not really yeah but i think that it's it's such a small ask to be like can you throw this in the green bin instead of the blue bin? yeah or and like also like, can you, like, can you separate, like, the paper and the, you know, like, it's just, like, such a, like, easy thing to do. And Americans are like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to get up and put the paper in this bin and then the other stuff in this bin. Let's just all put it together. You know, it's just, like, it's just, like, come on, dude. Yeah. and Yeah. It, there's, it, yeah, it doesn't take a lot of stuff. But that's, no. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the electrifying vehicles thing. Um, the second part, or this, uh, not second, we're way past second part. Um, next part is improve ports, waterways, and airports. Oh, also, one thing I haven't been mentioning is that this whole statement from the Biden administration, or sorry, Biden-Harris administration, they changed it, um, is riddled with, like, a bunch of woke language. They're all, you know, talking about communities of color and stuff. And, you know, I, I get it, but half the time I'm like, you had me sold at the first sentence. You don't need to sell me more. I think that, like, just providing the facts on their own 
<laughs> will do the job. I don't need to be guilt tripped. Yeah, I also I I think that like some of the woke language there is um is good. You know, we can get into it a little bit about more, but I do think that like the this administration like has not been the best on bettering communities of color. Um I, yeah, Kam- I don't Ka- think Kamala's been putting black people in prison at a higher rate for a long time. Biden is the architect of a prison system many people see as racist. Yeah. Um, you know, and and what what do they do to address that? Uh uh make their cabinet look diverse. If only there was a more left candidate that Yeah, but he's he's a white male. Uh remember, Warren was a woman. So uh <laughs> Well, I think I don't know. I I don't know. I think I think I miss I miss that. that yeah, man, I I want that I want man Bernie Sanders. Yeah, Bernie. I mean, like I also love how like in the primaries they were like, why don't you have a woman candidate like Klobuchar Harris? I'm like, you know, there's Tulsi Gabbard. Like no one talked about her, and be like she could have played the identity politics too, and she ended up not really doing that, which I I appreciated. Um, big big, big Tulsi fan here. Yeah, I think uh, like. There, I do kind of understand the the want for a woman in in office, though. Yeah, I'm, I understand it, but at the same time, I'm just like, I don't care what my president True. looks like. True. I like if we were doing it on looks. I mean, like, well, then Tulsi would still probably win. Um, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, and Bernie Sanders would probably still probably win. Oh yeah, Bernie. <laughs> Top <Beautiful>. of the line. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that 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 charm of a New Yorker who spent all of his life in Vermont on public access TV shows. Yeah. Um. No, I'm kidding. I you know, uh, I have my problems with Bernie, but he's based. Um. He is based, and I like that about him. <laughs> um. But I think that like in terms of Biden has. I think he's he, he can. We'll, we'll see what he, he does. You know, we've. <laughs> He's only been in office for like yeah, a little I, I, time. Yeah, I've definitely got some stuff about the equity woke stuff that we can get into later. I've got a whole little thing I put in my little Google yeah. Doc about it. Um, but um, yeah, that's yeah the the woke stuff. Um, but no, um, improve ports water, improve ports waterways and airports. Um, this is, I I guess, um, airports. I'm fine with. Um, once again, they 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 talk about how uh, communities of color are near ports, and that makes them more affected by this stuff. And like, well, yeah, poor communities have been near ports. Like that's just kind of how it went. It just so happened because of other stuff. But yeah, yeah. Um, but he's uh, given twenty five billion for airports, seventeen billion for inland waterways, coastal ports, land ports of entries, and ferries. Once again, I'm like, well, I mean, is this really a you know, at what is it? Uh, totaled forty something billion project. Like, do do we really need to be? Does it really cost that much? Um, and that's just more me being stingy. Um, I don't know. I our our airports. I think that should be handled at a state by state basis. Personally, I think that, like, I don't want my tax dollars going to improving LAX. And I don't want some Oklahoman having to pay for. Uh, what's the what's the airport that everyone flies into in New York? I don't know. Um, 
I know. I, know, I, don't I, know, the, the, I know JFK's in DC. Yeah, JFK's in DC. Um, um, I'm I'm horrible with airport names. I just I know like the cities. You know, I know I know the Toronto airport. It's YYZ because it's in a Rush song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's a great song. But um, no, yeah, I I don't really want some Californian paying for my airport, and I don't want to be paying for some Californian's airport. Yeah, I do think that like making sure, um. It's it's as equal as possible in terms you know because like the only problem with state is is when it comes to a state level, um, like Iowa won't be able differ. to compete. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I understand that. Um, but also you can make the argument there, like, well, if these states are so disparate and that type of stuff, like, do the airports really need to be on the same level of advancement? Like, I'm not saying like you know primitive versus advanced, but like. Do you really need a massive airport in Iowa compared to like no. you know LA like No, no. So I I think that I would go with the the Nixon approach of um giving federal money to the states and then having the states do with it what they will instead of mm-hmm. federally doing everything from the federal thing. But that's my I don't I don't know about I wouldn't do the Nixon anything, but uh, Okay, listen, before Watergate he had some good stuff. We c- let's Maybe. we should we should do a good thing on Nixon. We can talk um, about Nixon. I, I've got I've got thoughts on Nixon. He's he, he was. He had some better things. I like. There are some things I agree with. I just. I don't. I don't think he was a president. You know, like he wasn't a good president. I. I don't think. Yeah, but he was good at owning the libs. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I. I. The only like he just. I guess you could say some of the stuff in like Vietnam. But besides that, I think he was, an. A pretty bad president, but let's talk about. Yeah, it. we can talk about that later. Or yeah. we, yeah, there, there, there's yeah. a lot of stuff to go in with that. Um. Oh, for sure. But yeah, I, I, with airports and other ports, I just want to see how much that would actually cost. I don't really trust these numbers, especially with something like airports. Like, but that's more my personal thing. But uh, all right, here we go. Here is what you've all been waiting for. The woke language right in the point. Redress historic inequities and build the future of transportation infrastructure. This is where we'll get our most ambiguous language, especially with the funds. So, um, let me double check. So, the first thing is he wants to reconnect, like, disadvantaged neighborhoods. Because, you know, we talk about how highways bulldozed a lot of poor neighborhoods who happen to be communities of color. Yeah. Um, and how that kind of separated them from other sections of the city. That's, you know, that's kind of a widely known thing. Um, so he wants to reconnect those neighborhoods, um, and, uh, oh, he brings up Syracuse. Well, um, our left, uh, so he, yeah, 20 billion for a new program that will reconnect neighborhoods cut off by historic investments and ensure new projects increase opportunity, advance racial equity, um, and environmental justice and promote affordable access. So, like... This is, I, mm, I I have issues with this. Um, I'm fine with reconnecting the neighborhoods. I think that's a, that's a must. But twenty billion dollars, especially with advanced racial equity, like, really, is that like, I, mm, again, I don't trust the government to do something like that. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't really trust. <laughs> I mean, like, the government ha- have have co- it's it's hard for me to even trust the government to care about um, people of color in the first place. 
It's hard for me to trust the government to care about people, period, unless they're rich. Yes, I agree with you there that, um, well, because the people in power, the rich people are the ones. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, you know, I don't, like, black or white, whatever, whatever, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, no one matters unless you've got, you know, millions of dollars or whatever. That, oh, God, I'm, I'm so, like, I'm, I'm so pessimistic. I've been red-pilled to the point of being black-pilled. I'm, like, so... I think it's like the black field is when you're like super in the dumps and it's like everything is screwed. Everything's uh. horrible. <laughs> Gosh, that's yeah. Yeah. But I I think that like it is very very important to note the disparities that um people of color and communities of color have faced due to um differences in infrastructure. No, uh, and ab- absolutely. I think that's something that 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 you can look at. I would look at it from a class-based thing more um but even then you can look at it from interesting like I, i'm not i'm not denying that there's definitely a lot of racist um <laughs> racist infrastructure um but uh no i mean like yeah there's been a lot of stuff like that in the past um yeah but um then there's 25 billion dollars for a dedicated fund to support ambitious projects that have tangible benefits to the regional or national co- economy but are too large or complex for dis- existing funding programs i.e. this is 25 billion dollars to line the pockets of rich people i'm no i'm kidding i don't know i i this is a, such an ambiguous thing i think you'd agree with me there that's like yeah that's quite the ambiguous thing to say yeah, I don't I don't know if uh ambitious projects. Okay. However, yeah. this is the uh, this is the case for all big government thing. You know, it's not like so like I don't oh, know. I'm, I'm not I'm yeah, like th- th- if this was a Trump plan or a Biden plan. Uh, yeah, this isn't this isn't based on ideology for me as much as as much as right. it is based on the fact that yeah, the government overcharges. Yeah. And like makes a profit off of this in ways that like what are they gonna do with the twenty five billion dollars like yeah. yeah so I think we're in agreement on that yeah I agree with that I I think I wish I I, I want to know more about this stuff you know I'm not <laughs> I don't know a lot about infrastructure in the first place so to the common citizen or or to the person who has you know the the average understanding of uh, basic infrastructure. I I just like to know more. You know. Yeah, I'd like to know more. I mean, I think that if if I really went full big brain here, which I didn't because I was at school. Um, yeah. You know, and and I did this during school. Um, but um, you know, I would have gotten like income, like how much money we really make from rail, like rail freight transports, freight rail transports. Um, and um. That type of stuff. See if it's really worth it to invest in these things. Yeah. Um. And 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 maybe I'll do that. Like do a little special thing, getting the numbers down. But to be honest, getting those numbers can be a huge pain. Um. Yeah. I I don't think like I I think that this is this suffices. You know. Yeah. That this suffices. And yeah, infrastructure. It's tough to it. Like to your point, it is tough to like explain a lot of this stuff. Like you can explain. Oh yeah, our roads suck. All right, most people can understand that, but like yeah. when you're talking about like freight, rail, and ports and stuff, like how many people are really up to date with cargo ports? I know I'm not. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't like. 
I've never really thought about to myself, what's what's going on with the cargo ports? Yeah, what? <laughs> Whatever happened to those cargo ports? Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's definitely, you know, and that's uh, that's definitely a big thing. Also, there's, um, after this, there's a bunch of, um, like, kind of platitudes. There's, like, invest resources wisely to deliver infrastructure projects that reduce or produce real results. Okay, you know, there's a lot of corporate, not corporate, but, like, a lot of lip service yeah um so make our infrastructure more resilient um uh where um there's something in here that oh yes so um there's safeguard critical infrastructure and services and event oh this is the second part of biden's plan um or not second part it Listen, you get it. There's a lot of stuff here. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Th- this is another part of his um, thing where he's talking about safeguard critical infrastructure and services and de- defend vulnerable communities. Yeah. Um, again, more uh, platitudes and or more more lip service, more yeah. Um, corporate talk, more woke stuff. Um, maximize the resilience of land and water resources. You know, talking about like, uh, you know, stopping droughts and, you know, making the Everglades better. You know, your typical stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. All right. Then we get to the next real big thing. So, which is rebuild clean drinking water infrastructure, a renewed electric grid, and high speed broadband to all Americans. Now, for the, for the next couple of ones, I'm kind of going to speed through it a little more because I, you know, there, there's not as much to talk about, um, and I think a lot of the same talking points can be used. Yeah. Um, first thing, replace 100% of the nation's lead pipes and service lines. Awesome. Yes. Totally. Um, uh, you know, why does he care about this now? I don't know. Um, but. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to complain. You it's know. also like, it's also like this is within his like first 150 days in office like oh no no i'm saying more like he's been in office for 40 years oh yeah i mean i don't uh, i don't know the senate in general does not have much control over well i mean well the senate does it's just that they don't care i don't think yeah but i think a single senator you know yeah but you know that's a different question but i I think we can kind of agree biden's a little duplicitous and kind of likes to flip-flop on his positions all the time he's not really he's not like bernie sanders who's had like the same opinion for 40 years yes you know, he, Biden is more akin to like Mitt Romney. Yeah, which is exactly why uh, Bernie was blackballed by the Democratic Party. Yep, in Bernie. The yep, mm-hmm. both years. I, I mean, I, I, I'll say it. Like, do you really think the Iowa whole thing like that? He was leading. He was winning. He was. He won uh, the Iowa. Caucus. Yeah, he won, but technical difficulties. Like, yeah, and also, you look at the trend of of the people. Um, you know, because I was, I, I, when Bernie, um, especially in 2020, because I'm, I'm relatively, um, young, you know, yeah, I'm a teenager. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I like in 2016, I, I wasn't really, I think we were just kind of chanting Bernie in the lunchroom. Really? Not really. Yeah, probably. We're like, yeah, Bernie Sanders. No, I, I remember, I remember you like started a, like a whole, like a half the lunchroom started doing it or something like that. Really? Yeah. Did I start it? I think you did. Or it might have been like wow. me and you and then like yeah. a couple other people. I am based. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember that, but I am sixth, based. Uh, seventh grade. No, it was, it was sixth, sixth grade. grade yeah, yeah, sixth grade. Yeah. 
<laughs> based and Bernie pilled. Based and um, Bernie pills. And now we're, you know, juniors in high school and now we're just like, oh, uh, everything's screwed. But I I think like um the the like when I when I I followed the Bernie's campaign pretty pretty intently just because I really wanted him to be elected. So I think as soon as I I, I looked into the stats and you know it's it, it, the overwhelming majority of people that win the Iowa caucus go on to win the nomination. Yeah. So I I think that you know it could just be. Um, well, also CNN and Politico got like ex- exclusive hot mic stuff with like Sanders and Warren, and kind of like broke this you know the the the, the quote unquote story of like when Bernie apparently said a woman can't be president or whatever. Yeah. Which, like, which is... this guy has been fighting to have more women in office for decades. Like, I don't think Bernie's going to be like, broads belong in the kitchen. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really <laughs> yeah, think Yeah, Bernie's that... not the type of guy to... <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, like, yeah, there, that story, there's a great video from uh, Shoe on Head, which is a, that leftist girl that I um, sent you the video of. Yeah. Uh, there's a great video where she, like, debunks that and just... You know, crap. It's ridiculous. On yeah, it's Warren was a snake, but um. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I I liked, I I don't. I think Warren had her problems. Um, but I preferred Bernie. Yeah. Um, no, no, I, yeah. And also, when like she started dropping like Medicare for all and that type of stuff, and like you saw her polls just just plunge. Yeah. But no, I yeah, I think we agree. Uh, Bernie got uh, uh screwed over by the establishment. Um. Mm-hmm. And, like, it includes such things as, like, you know, even Hillary rising from her grave to, like, say some stuff about Bernie in her autobiography or something like that. Yeah, it, it's it's really sad to see, honestly. Yeah, yeah, we should do an in-depth thing about how awful of a human being Hillary Clinton is. Yeah. Apparently she used, like, she, on Air Force One, she'd do this. She'd, like, go and, like, take her wine glass and go, <clears throat> and wait for people to fill it up. Really, I mean, I'm not. I I probably, you know, I preferred Hillary to Trump in 2016. Oh, that's like choosing between what kind of poison you want to take. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the Clintons in general. Um, Trump, I mean, Trump 2016. No, I did not like Trump 2016. Looking back at it, I think me now. I think I could have been more sympathetic to Trump in 2016. Definitely not Trump 2020, but he had that wrecking ball. Vibe and I'm just at this point where I'm like I want to watch all the system burn down. Where I'm like, okay, yeah. But 2016, Trump, Trump and like the locker room banter stuff was just like ridiculous. Well, that's what that's what won him the election because he didn't care. Like, but that's so like, dude, he is a jerk for those. Oh, like, he's an absolute jerk. Yeah. But apparently, he's nicer to his employees. Apparently, like uh, uh, the restaurant across from Trump Tower, they're like, yeah, he comes in and gives us all a hundred dollar bills. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, he's you know. That's why I'd, I'd if I had to take a president out to dinner, I'd probably take Trump out to dinner because he'd pay for the bill. He, um, yeah, he he probably would buy you something pretty nice, but I would probably, I would probably take out FDR honestly. If we could do well, living no, or uh, dead, living or dead, then I take out Teddy Roosevelt. Are you uh, kidding? Oh yeah, well I would love to sit down. No, I would take out Lincoln. Come on now, Lincoln would be depressing all the time. <sighs> no, I I would just love to talk to Lincoln. <laughs> that's true. That's be true. Be like, be like, dude, wha- how are you such a political genius? Well, he's like, he's like, I, I hate myself. That's why. Yeah, he was, he was a pretty depressed guy. <laughs> he was a really depressed guy. Yeah, but Teddy would probably be like, 
Give me another shot. <laughs> He's probably like slamming his head on the table. <laughs> Teddy would be like, "Oh, bully for you. Let's get let's get this gazelle I shot in Africa. Let's have this for yeah. dinner." I, Teddy Teddy was quite the man. Maybe Based. JFK. I would love to talk to JFK. Well, I'd I'd like to have JFK hook me up with some hot chick that he knew. But <clears throat> let's Marilyn get back Monroe. to Biden. Well, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Marilyn Monroe had some issues. Um, yeah, but yeah, but she was. I mean, like. She was that day's like beauty standard, you know. And yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Um. But uh, back to uh Biden. Wow. This is tangent after tangent. Um. Yeah. Let's let's like lead pipes. Let's get rid of those. Um. Yeah. No lead pipes except for in um the conservatory. Um. Mr. Green with the lead pipe in the conservatory. What's that from? Do you get the clue reference? Oh no! Uh, I've I haven't I've like played Clue once. Yeah. Um. It's a I love Clue. I just guess. Oh yeah, I I should play Clue again. That that should be something we should do. Um, oh yeah. But uh, upgrade and modernize America's drinking water, wastewater, stormwater systems. Yeah, totally. sure. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. Again, like fifty six billion dollars. But this is where it gets a little more interesting. He says fifty six billion dollars in grants, and loans. Where it's like, I don't know where that money's going, and I don't know. That's that's more like. Um. Yeah, that there's there's some stuff to talk about that I have my same you know libertarian talking points about it. Why am I spending money on this? But yeah, yeah, or how much does it really cost? Yeah. Um. But outside that, I think we can agree. Uh, revitalize America's digital infrastructure. Um. This is like building high speed broadband. So, like again, I was talking to someone. They brought up a really good point. It's like, like Verizon and T-Mobile. They're already doing this. Like, I. I don't like corporations, but I don't like if they're gonna do it and I don't have to pay for it. Maybe have them do it. Yeah, I think the main problem I have with that is you put money into big corporations. You know what we call that? Trickle down economics. Well, but I'm not. Put, but I wouldn't put money into big. Let's just let them do it on their own. It's more profitable. They're gonna do it anyway. But how are they gonna get the um the income to? Uh, you really think you income. think like Verizon and T-Mobile are really hurting on income? No, but I I do think that like to or or for 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 um internet it, like spectrum, um like I I think that these people aren't really going to be hurting like it makes them more money. But it does it it would be different because now they're taking on a, a, a another job. You know, like I think no no I think that Spectrum already does like broadband stuff or you have something like Greenlight that does um, fiber optic. Yeah. There are companies that do it, and they're gonna get paid for it. Like th- they're not gonna do it for free. Like they're yeah. you're gonna you're gonna pay directly to the corporation to do it. But I I assume that it might be at a lower rate than paying the government. It. Uh, maybe we'll see. The only thing is like, I you know I just I I would much prefer I I don't think that I just don't trust private companies to be able to you know. Um, produce something of that. You know, I I'm just against privatization, of course. No, I, I and listen, I get it, and that's why, like, that's when it comes to like trusting private corporations or the government. I always yeah. think of it this way: private corporations have a vested interest in you continuing to spend money, so they at least have a thing of, oh, we're gonna do something with it. Like, yeah, like if a, if a corporation like unless it's like Apple where they already have their like base of like suburban rich kids um you know companies kind of have to keep doing stuff that makes their customers happy the government doesn't really have that obligation well 
I would disagree with you because I think that while they don't have the um monetary obligation or the or the quality of uh, obligation, they do have the democratic obligation. Yeah, but like really, are are like you know at the end of the day, candidates like Bernie or Trump. I mean, Trump was like a one in a million, like that, like the yeah. fact that he won. Like, but like out of the box candidates don't really don't don't really get their chance and those are the people that actually bring about change like you know obama uh, uh biden like bush they're all gonna kind of relatively do the same thing well i would i would say that like um this is a bigger like discussion about yeah government. but i think that like you you look at it, it still is whether whether or not i think that the establishment is corrupt i do think that democracy works you know sure and and that's why i'm more of a fan of like smaller scale democracy like because at the end of the day like the federal government is huge like uh, the u.s covers a huge portion of land this is a bigger discussion we can have about like big government versus small government and what good middleways are um we just put that in an episode that'd be a good one um oh yeah that'd be awesome but um stay tuned oh stay tuned we're gonna talk about minimum wage and how based Teddy Roosevelt was. Um, yeah. Based. Also, if you need to look up what based is, please do. Uh, or like red pilled or any of our weird terms we use. Oh, yeah. Red pilled is just from the Matrix where it's like you yeah, take true. a red pill and you wake up. Yeah, based true. is like really hard to describe. You can't really describe it. Except yeah. that we are based. Yeah, we're based. But in, in different directions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, then we got promote transparency and competition like so there's a lot of stuff like that they want like build a better power grid you know there there there's a lot of stuff with that and it's it all sounds good to me it yeah i mean it, it, the ideas of it sound good my my yeah. question is with you know where is that money really going to go well and we can do you want to talk like shift into into gear about like money and and um, the the, the paying for it. I just have one last thing with his infrastructure plan. Sounds good. Before we get to that, because um, I wanted to talk about some stuff that he has about um black colleges or historically black universities or whatever. Um, where is it? Uh, sorry, give me a sec, cause um. Oh, you say, like, invest in R&D. I'm cool with that. Uh, here we go. All right. So, his plan will also invest $40 billion in upgrading research infrastructure and laboratories across the country, including brick-and-mortar facilities and computing capabilities and networks. These funds would be allocated across federal R&D agencies. All right. Half of those funds will be reserved for historically back black colleges and universities and other minority-serving institutions. Now, I don't... I understand why he would do something like that but like really really like you're gonna set aside things just for these universities because race like why don't you look at the most effective universities or instead of that why don't you look at like you know because well but why not you know because i mean like you could argue that this is kind of like and this is like a a a hard argument to to do and i i don't i'm not really prepared to pull it out in its most you know in its most eloquent way but like this is technically a violation of the 1964 like civil rights thing because you're 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 doing it based on race now you could say oh well you know historically black universities doesn't mean only black people attend sure that's an understandable thing but like with the way they're saying it they're not really doing this for the white kids at the universities and like 
I would much rather it be, let's improve all the universities that need it. Like, if if it happens to be that the majority of the people that need it are the historically black college and universities and other minority serving institutions, what does that even mean? Um, yeah. Like then I'll then you know I'll I'll take back what I said. Like yeah, let's let's do it. But I'd much rather look at universities that 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 struggle in that regardless of who they serve. Yeah. The only thing that I think is that. I think something that's r- hugely important to think about is um, privilege of education. And oh yeah, and we've had conversations about this, and I yeah. I still think that's a that's a low income thing. That's like and maybe, but I think like you look at just the history of um, of education, and you look at that before Brown v. Board, really, there was not any these historically black universities and colleges were the only places that black people could seek higher education and they weren't getting any money. And you know, that that's understandable and but I mean I, but you could argue like think about incredible and I don't have like the specific names but you know there there are people that I assume have come from these universities that have been incredibly gifted and intelligent people regardless of the funding and you could say despite the hardships yeah, yeah there's but I think right now in 2021 especially with edu- I actually I saw a really interesting tweet that was saying like um uh biggest issues with like black kids now is like something about um crime and there's a couple of different things and they were like all these could be solved if we invested more into developing um executive function and there was another thing that I can't impulse control and it's like why isn't that our first thing if we're going to just like stop these like oh. these 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 historic inequities maybe like wh- like you know instead of just throwing money let's let's look at the and, and this could be used for everyone i think this could be used for everyone and i think the way to instead of giving money just for the universities themselves because at this point universities are a cash cow regardless of who they serve yeah. or not so like i think that the way to really address the education gap is to to start from the bottom up and start in every single school black or white rich or poor promote things like executive function, logical thinking, impulse control. Start instilling these things young because then, because like even then, rich kids do the same as much. Like we we know people from our school that have done really stupid things all the time because yeah. they're not thinking critically and they're not having impulse. Like So like I think that if you're going to do it, you need to fundamentally look at the way we, we do education and put a bigger focus on logic and and you know as creatives like you know we're like let's 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 you know have everyone do music like yeah i know i get it i, I i'd love for everyone i would to, i would love that too I think. I, yes we we need to have more you know totally more mu- music yeah more music but even then logic helps with that like i you know and I, and i think that if we're going to address the education thing it's definitely a class a class thing now and that's what i'm looking at 2021 how do we address it now and and you know I went to like for me for one year at least I went to a, a school in the city and it was not good, <laughs> black or white and it was like it, I saw kids you know that's a separate thing but like you need to do this from the ground up you don't do this from the top down. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, I think I think the thing is like again I just think that like giving money to uh, a system that has been forgotten. Um, and I think giving money to this system could lead to some, like, uh, you know, I, I just think that, like, 
I don't have the st- like exact statistics on me, but of course I would say that you know the the amount of um, black people who attend college is probably less than the amount of white people. But that's just because of the well, yeah, and and well, you have to look at it per capita because yeah, it, or, or or per like per the the race. And I would say that, but that's be- a, a lot of it is because of like. You go, you go into the city, and it's like, oh yeah, the you it's just, bad. it's bad because w- this, these systems have just put down black people for so long. Well, it's, it's, but it's also, and this is where we're getting, and this is a big, like we all definitely devote a whole. Th- I think we should do a whole education, like in the cycle of poverty and that type of stuff. Yeah. Cause like, because I think that if you just go to other small cities or whatever in places where there's not a large black population, you'll see the same effects. And it happens, yes, there's been policies, but I think that the systemic part has kind of receded, and it's more this perpetuating cycle of poverty that doesn't stop, regardless of whatever system or not. Yeah. You know, you can argue for or against systemic racism now, but I think that's a smaller issue to the fact that, like, regardless of that or not, you go into these areas and, you know, they're, you know, our welfare system is broken, our you know, family, like, the the family dynamics, like, that, you know, and people are, like, you know, I there's a lot of people that are like, oh, it's such a conservative viewpoint, but it's like, no, you look into these things, like, regard, like, regardless of race or whatever, if you're growing up in a, in a dysfunctional home, you're gonna be messed up. Yeah, I mean, I think, of course, if you grow up without, in a dysfunctional home, you're gonna, you're gonna have a really tough time, but I think that, like, when it comes to, you know, education and all these different systems that we look at well that's very important on the home i would say because like sure you can do everything you can in school but if you go home and like you don't not it's not that you don't do your homework but if you go home and you you can't even focus on like improving yourself because you're having to like you know deal with a bad family situation or you don't have a reliable ride to school or you know i think there's a lot more issues that are aren't pet perpetuated by this system but are more self-perpetuating things seen in all areas impoverished areas people people hold each other back like that's that's kind of like a common thing like there's this crowd mentality of you know and it's not like poor people choose to be poor no not at all but humans i think have a natural tendency to to not like if someone is diverging from the path everyone's going to try to brain them back in you know, you, you can look at, like, you I mean, you can look at, like, you know, a, like a small suburban town if you have, like, someone like you or me who's a little more creative. And it's a better in Brighton because Brighton's a little more diverse. But, like, if, 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 but if we were in another more, like, there's other towns near us that are a little more rigid. Yeah. And, like, if we weren't that, that football player, sports guy, like, yeah. especially me, you know, like, long hair, like, you know, I'm, I'm a long-haired drummer drummer like i'm not <laughs> and 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 i've even felt like the thing of like people trying to you pull you back bring you to the thing and i think that that's something that happens in poor communities um a great example in fiction um if you haven't read the absolutely true diary of a part-time indian i highly recommend it very very good book um a little racy but very good um yeah but yeah, I never read it, but I heard it's a great book. You, uh, I might have a copy. Um, really? Yeah. Gotta um, read it. Yes, I will. I will uh, get it to you later. But um, no, I think that there is a. As much as there is ways you can address the systemic stuff, you also have to improve people. But the problem is, I think that improving, um, 
people is a lot easier said than done. It yeah no I'm I'm saying that knowing full well like that's a near impossible task. Yeah. You know, and I've heard all sorts of things from all sorts of people. I've heard people be like, well, maybe bring more of a religious aspect. And I and I see that because, like, the community, maybe... I, I think everything comes around building a sense of community, whether it be a church or um, a plaza. Like, I, you know... Yeah, yeah. I think, I think like, commu- of course, I think a church does teach some aspects of community, I guess, but... It's not about what they teach. It's about going to the same place with people that you true. see in an area. Like... But that could be also a school. I mean, oh, I'm I'm saying, like, yeah. yeah, a school or even like, you know, not a bar, but like a little, you know, little little square where everyone has their stuff. Like, I know it sounds very quaint or whatever, but you have to build that community. And even then, with 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 the church going back to the church thing, like, it doesn't have to be a religious thing. Like, I know a lot of musicians, yeah. like a lot of musicians, who were like, yeah, no, I I built my way up through the church, and it helped me develop an area where people are supportive of me yeah and you know gospel chops drummers are good <laughs> yeah and gospel music in general is good gospel music is great awesome um, music uh fred hammond great 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 guy yeah oh, um but um yeah, i mean i just like I, like especially i don't know gospel choirs i'm super gospel into gospel choirs, choirs. Yeah, I, very good um but yeah, no, it's it's all about that community. Like, yeah. think, but think about gospel choirs; everyone is singing together. Like, yeah, yeah. You but need to have a collective of sorts. Um, you need collectivism, but you also don't need it to be religious. No, and that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like that's a that's an example. An that's example, a, yeah. And, and you know, it it came from my devoutly Catholic drum teacher. So you know, yeah, of course yeah. he's going to say do the church. But like, I would you know do like you know have. It's a good it's a good example because it's very direct. But yeah, community some sort of community, communal. Great. Yeah, communal thing like like communal housing. <laughs> no, but like communes. Uh, <laughs> but like um, a central area where people congregate. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like, why the Puritans were kind of a little more like as bad as they were. They were more orderly in the north. And like if you look at the if you look at like north like history of North Carolina or whatever, you got a bunch of drunk indentured servants that like yeah. rampage everywhere. But the Puritans, as bad as they were, were like we have a central place where everyone meets at night. Yeah, congregationalism got the job done. It, yeah, it got the job done, and I don't know of a way to bring that back now. That's that's a certainly like that. That's a that's a, we should talk about that as well. That's a, that's yeah. a good. We should topic. talk about like the history of like the thirteen colonies. I think that would be cool. Oh, yeah, and how how uh, the North is better than the South. Yeah, come totally. at me, Southern come bros. Me, come on, come at me, Confederates. I love like the the memes Way on down south yeah <laughs> like come I, I just think like it's embarrassing being like a, uh, still supporting uh, yeah. the confederacy yeah but this is this is of course like i i think like to reel us back in i think i just think and that also get back to the biden plan as well oh yeah. yeah for for like i i think that because you can't fix people i think you need to fix the system and i think Fixing the education system, but if you have if you have a fixed system but flawed people, they'll still extort from the system. Like if you Im- imagine if you gave, um, if you rate like here's the thing, um, if if you made it so that like what people got off welfare, like you know like food stamps or whatever, food stamps would buy you caviar and <laughs> you know and uh, you know like imagine if the welfare state was such that the money you got was like. You know, so much money. And I, this is a very, you know, weird scenario, but that's not going to change the habits of the people that abuse the system. And that's why you need education. And bring it all back. Yes, I education, so important. And, and, and like, having that structure, I think, like, 
even though even though universities is just like another step, I think even having like another degree of education is will change that. Will get you out of the cycle of poverty. And that's that's pretty Absolutely. It, having higher education will get you out of the cycle of poverty. Yeah, then you'll be thrown into a different cycle of paying off your student loans, which that's yeah, that yeah, we yeah, can yeah. we can we talk, can talk about, about that. that. Yeah. <laughs> but I but I just think I think that um I like this I, this part of this plan. Yes. Uh, um I don't like the I, I like the giving money to schools. I don't like giving it to it based on race. I'd much rather they look at the schools that need it the most, regardless of race. But with that also, yeah. um uh Agree to disagree. Yeah, agree to disagree on that one. Um yeah, there he's also giving ten billion dollars straight to those colleges for R and D investment, and I'm just like, um, you know, and and his plan also and sh- oh, and then um, later on he's talking about the workers unionizing. There's a lot more stuff, and I near the end he's talking about workers unionizing and stuff. And he uh, put this little thing. His plan also ensures domestic workers receive the legal benefits and protections they deserve, and tackles pay inequities based on gender. You can look up uh, thousands of videos debunking the gender pay gap. Um, I'm just going to say it here, strong stance here. The gender pay gap is caused by several, several factors. And it's not because, like, women make 75 cents to the dollar of men or whatever. It's because that, well, first of all, that statistic comes from all men's jobs versus all women's jobs. And even with that, like, the, if you wanted to fix that, you get more women into STEM. Like, uh, but uh, I the, mean, the gender pay gap is caused by the types of jobs that are are taken. And you could argue maybe there's been a glass ceiling of sorts for some of those jobs. But also, like, look at look at something like the profession of teaching. Yeah, like, that's not a very well, like high paying job. No. How many male teachers have you had in comparison to female teachers? Well, but it, it, I think. You you have tons more uh, female teachers. There you go. But but that's also because of the of what was available. I mean, like men well, just have dominated every industry um, because women weren't able to work. Well, sure, but but like if you think about the past, like but that but that that argument is only really true up to like the you know the eighties or whatever. But even then, we've had like at least from two thousand, we've had twenty years worth of stuff, and like there's a lot more female teachers than male teachers. There's a lot more. And I don't think at this point you can point to, like, if you, if you were looking at, like, old guard teachers that have been there for decades and decades, sure. But, like, there's a lot of new teachers, and there's always, I always see more female teachers than male teachers. I think it's, and, and, and this is where you get into, like, hairy arguments over what sort of preferen- preferences different genders choose. And I think it's a fascinating thing to, to talk about without, you know, making it political or saying yeah. one thing is better than the other, but you do see more women in caretaking roles and you but can you can argue that's because of the situations they've been thrown into but you could also make an argument that like w- how many men want to go into those roles i don't think anybody wants to go into those roles well i mean what like be, like, I, I, like, I, like, I don't like i don't think nurse. What, but i don't i think i don't think uh, like well, okay I, I i misunderstood i thought you were t- saying like you know like like very specifically, like, like like nursing homes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no one wants to take those jobs. Yeah, I do. You, but e- I either you're like, either you're uh, not. You know, you need you need a job, or you're like the best Samaritan ever, and you're like such a good person that you want to help these people. Yeah, I mean, also, I just I just think that like, you know, I've I've 
we don't have a lot of women in STEM. First off, I think that's that's for sure. We, we don't have a lot of women in STEM, but I uh, but there has been studies that have showing that that is rapidly changing over the past decade. Well, that's good, but no, it's, that, we're that, still not at the level where yeah, it's and, and that's good. But I don't really want to like force people to pick certain careers. No, I agree. Don't push people into STEM. Yeah, well, yeah. If you want to <laughs> do STEM, and, and I hate STEM, but yeah, but like you could, you know, and and there's and we could definitely do a gender thing um an episode um because there is a lot of um uh stuff to talk about with it but you know i mean like we're going into kind of like there there's not a lot of if you really looked at it especially theater there's not a lot of guys in theater no well the guys that are in theater are not you know yeah there's Um, there's there's a there's not a lot of guys in theater but this is all like culture this is all like toxic masculinity and masculinity uh, I, I I try to use different words because I think that that one um, well it's it's more of the cultural stigmas around around the arts around the arts and in in which is the same with which culture, is the same with nursing I would say less toxic masculinity more cultural masculinity I like that phrase more because it also yeah. because yeah. toxic masculinity and this is a whole thing we could talk about like men's rights activism and progressive men's rights activism which um is something that I think is interesting but men don't yeah th- th- we've been kind of trained yeah. not to take these caretaking roles or being or, a teacher or or going into the arts which should yeah. definitely change i mean well i mean except if you're like a drummer because there's like <sighs> tons uh, of male drummers we should have more female drummers but yeah have you seen there's uh, the drummer i think uh, Sheila E I, I can't remember she's played with a bunch of people but um she no. does like really fast bass drum stuff and like high heels wow yeah she's insane um but actually again like I think there's a lot of, you know, this is, this can be definitely a topic for another time about like uh, the arts and stuff. Um, but I think we there we have been like changing. There, there's been a like a lot of those like gender roles, especially with theater. There's a lot more men in theater nowadays than there were yeah. ten years ago. And and well, and it yeah, and that's like that's and and again, I think that and that's because of, I mean, like this is very like nitpicky, but I think that's because like the revitalization of like it, it it's. Theater is changing into well, I more. Think it, I think it's because the internet. In, in my opinion, I think all of yeah. the, I think all of the cultural changes, or most of them, are from the internet because it allows people to 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 see things that they weren't able to see. And, yeah. And and this goes to a lot of my points about why, like, federal efforts to like, like you know, it's why I don't like programs that try to advance certain causes or whatever or let me let me rephrase that i i think that culture gets more egalitarian as we go on it's just because we're more interconnected in things i think and this is like a personal thing i think that like well this is a subject for another time but yeah um yeah i think to go back to to bring us back to the um the gender gap. I think that while there are videos debunking it, I think there are tons of videos, like for it. You know, like you can't. Oh uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, yes, but there. But even, but, but I think the thing with the, th- the, the, the videos proving it is that they're all from one viewpoint. But I've seen leftist videos, right wing videos, I've seen like yeah. from everywhere across spectrum. I've seen feminists are, debunk the gender wage gap. I've seen like yeah, but there are a lot of like right wingers that believe in the gender wage gap. Yeah. I mean, I assume there's right wingers that are like, "Yeah, it's good." I'm um, not, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> are, yeah, off right. Yeah. Well. Yeah, okay. Listen. Every. Uh, uh, oh yeah. But um, 
But no, I mean, like, I, the gender pay gap, th- essentially the data just comes from taking all men's jobs and all women's jobs and putting them together. You don't, women don't get paid less for the same job. It's that the jobs that have been available, and you can make an argument about the jobs that are available, and that's something, but I think right here tackles pay inequities based on gender. It's just like, okay, Biden, all right. Well, there there are a ton of jobs where women are being paid less. It's illegal to do that. Yes, but you look at like the, uh, I, I think there's more systemic uh, inequalities that that we're not that we're kind of um, it, it's so much let's, more let's complex. Tackle, yeah, let's tackle this. It's in so a much more. Thing. Yeah, it's more um, so much more complex than you get paid more than me. You know. Yeah, I well, I think that a lot of the 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 data that comes like where they're like women make more or less than men, it, it comes from adding up all the salaries from like if if you looked at so, yeah some of the I I think like you for the exact same job. It, we we could we could look at that, I d- but there's a lot of reasons why I believe Get that like, oh yeah yeah there, there we go. go. <laughs> there there are just like so many more examples where I think that like there's so there's just so much complexity to it. Yeah, that that's a that's a whole separate thing. And um, all, all in all, I do think that women should be paid more, um, or have more access to better jobs. You know, I think well I think they do now. I think I don't know. About I, that. I think a lot. I, I think that if you're going to solve it, it's a cultural issue. You need to, it's not something that can be fixed through policy. It's something that needs to be fixed through just changing cultural norms. And they are changing for women, but they're not for men. And I think that's where the problem is coming from because these, yeah. like, I, I think that if you, if, 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 if we're going to see change in that, yeah, and I think, yeah, we rehashed this, but like, you know, you need to, it's, it's, it's a cultural shift, not a policy based shift. You need to, you know, tell people like it's not, you know, you're not less of a woman for being an ast like a, a astrophysicist, and you're not less of a man for Ruby. being a teacher. Yeah, and I think that's that's a whole societal. We need to we need to totally be done with gender roles in society and have a complete societal power shift. Oh, that's a theater kid, and you're talking. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something that I'd hear from like one of like I'm trying to think of like the super liberal ones in in theater. Sounds like something I'd hear out of the mouth of like El- Ella. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, there's so many. Like, I feel like that's a viewpoint in the whole theater community and the, all the arts, all, all yeah, musicians. All, I think that I think the idea of like I think that, and this is a we definitely should make this separate thing about gender roles because I, I think that. Yeah. Let's we, let's, yeah, let's let's table this. Maybe actually maybe even after this we can do a we can we can do a little thing on it. Um. Yeah. Like a little special thing on it, but. Yeah, this is Biden's plan. You had something about. Um, uh, you had something about. Uh, Let's uh, talk uh, about Republicans. Republicans. Yeah, I oh, I love Republicans so much. I love how they just do nothing but hold up things, and um, they're like speed bumps. And you've got Mitch McConnell that's just like, whoa, slow down there, buddy. Um, slow down there, buddy boy. Um, like, uh, just because I don't like a lot of Democrats doesn't mean I like Republicans. Like, the only, uh, one of the only good Republicans is Rand Paul, and he's, like, a hard libertarian. Yeah, I mean, I think there are some okay Republicans. I like Mitt Romney. We, let's, we can talk about the Senate <sighs> another time. Yeah, Mitt, I, I have, sl- I have I really. I respect for him. I don't know. He's, like, there's, yeah. Let me break down some numbers. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Let's, let's talk, let's talk about. Um, Republicans. So, 
what the, the because of this whole thing, you know, um, uh, there there's been different opinions on on this huge infrastructure plan and how it should be go about and h- how spending should be dealt with. And um, one big difference is that there is a counter offer proposed by Republican senators. Um, the this offer. What, what, what sources is from, by the way? Just I like putting sources on. This also, I got my sources straight from um the Biden administration's page. Cool beans. This is from CBS. Okay, cool. Um, so it's not, it's not too bad, you know. Yeah, it's not, and, and it, it, it has, it has a, you know, it has a, it has a, a left bias, bias, yeah, and and that's probably good because then it'll, yeah, yeah. Know. Um, their new offer comes in a, around one trillion. So this, ref- this, this um, kind of halves it. Yeah, it, it totally cuts it in half. Um, Senator Shelley Moore uh, Capito from uh, West Virginia has kind of taken the, taken the um. The main, they, she's kind of uh, headed it. Yeah, she's headed it. So, I, what does it cut out? Can do you see where what it cuts out? Yeah. So, first off, it proposed a one point seven trillion dollar counteroffer, roughly half of the initial. Um, uh, it's uh, the the Republicans say the most recent offer still includes provisions that they don't consider to be related to traditional infrastructure needs. Yeah, there. Well, that that there was a there was a funny uh, meme about that. Like, you know, like what does uh, st- infrastructure mean? Like, yeah, you can you can claim that like, you I mean you can claim that like broadband and 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 that stuff isn't really infrastructure. Um, yeah. So I I get where they're coming with that. I definitely think a lot of the giving money to black colleges is not infrastructure, but. That's me being me. Well, it's it's not infrastructure, but I think it it can fit under. You know, there's so much more. It can fit under any bill. You know, like there's so many. Yeah, make it make it a separate make bills. it a separate. I I hate these bloated bills that have so yeah, much. True, true. Like uh, there's a ton of horrible stuff that comes out of huge bills like these under the carpet. Um, yeah, well, I mean, like think about the the COVID stimulus package from uh, yeah. last year, where they were like, let's give you a six hundred dollar pittance and give like billions of dollars to Pakistani gender studies programs or something like that. I, Something like that. Um, yes, yeah. I, I saw this meme that was like, "My road looked like this," and it showed a picture of a uh, road of potholes. So, like Pakistani's gender or Pakistan's um, gender studies programs can look like this, and it showed like a bunch of missiles. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me just read into this a little bit more. Um, so it it looks as though this whole counter offer is also about like. They're trying to to make it so that the the taxation. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's one thing I I did want to talk about. Uh, also, if we're talking about that, um, Biden uh, wants to set the corporate tax rate at twenty eight percent. Under yes. Obama, I think it was thirty five. Under Trump, it was twenty one. Yes. Now, say what you will about economic stuff, but the economy was booming under Trump. I I like that. I like that Biden's not going for the full thirty five that Obama had. I think it was thirty five. Yeah. Um. But, you know, small businesses can be corporations, too. I think there needs to be a separate, like, big corporation, small corporation. But Yeah, yeah I, th- I I actually agree with you there. I think that we need to have more... Um, we need more small cor- corporations if that's the direction we want to go. I or, mean, ideally, we well, want more, like, um, I, I unionization and everything, but... Well, what we could also do is make it an incentive. So... I, I, I maybe what we do is we set for companies that um um uh, what's the what's the word um outsource their production make a stup- stupidly high corporate income tax 
Um, but if they come back to America and have American jobs, lower the corporate tax rate. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, because then we're getting more people into the workforce and then we're less dependent. Like we we should have a whole thing about like the US and China and what we can do to kind of combat yeah, China. Yeah, that's huge. Huge. But yeah, um but yeah, they they wanted to, how how did they pro- propose anything about how they're going to get the money? Um I did not it, they said that they it looks as though they're trying to have most of it to fit into the budget. Existing, yeah. Existing budget. I I like that. I personally like I like work seeing what you can work with before expanding. Yeah. The only thing is like I I do think that um, progression is always good in society. Um, yeah. And I, I think that if the more we can progress as long as it's not um, too much, uh, the more we can progress under what the citizens are fine with, we should do. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think, yeah, like, and, and also, if you want to look at the budget, we can probably take the money out of the bombing kids in Syria budget and... And, and the uh, military in general. And yeah, the I... Police well, and the police... The police budget, I don't think is... It's state, yeah. Yeah, it's state, and and in like, and especially in places like New York City, and, I think and a lot of in, in a lot of cases, it's local too. Well, it's local, and even then, like like places like New York City kind of need their police budget because New York City is a massive trade node, and like yeah, I, we we should talk about the police another time. We should sure. talk about the police another time. Um, um yeah, I, I, think I saw this anarchist who was so happy. He was like, "They're finally defunding the police. Yeah. <laughs> we did it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we will definitely stay tuned for an episode about defunding stay the police. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. All right, but um, yeah, they they also I also read that they're pushing for a, a bipartisan bill that's getting farther and farther into the Senate as we speak right now. I like that. I like that. Um, I like compromise. I like yeah, Henry Clay, yeah. baby. <laughs> oh, three units worth of material about Henry Clay. <laughs> Horrible. An A push. Ugh. That guy took so many L's. Yeah, I feel I feel bad. For I him. feel bad. He, like the American system was good. Yeah, it's very protectionist. I like. Prote- we'll talk about ec- economic. Yeah, stuff I mean, I some of the American, most of the American, like the National Bank, I think was like pretty good. Like we can definitely talk about that. That's an interesting one. Yeah. <coughs> so, uh, I I think we should probably. Um, move on a little bit yeah i yeah i think that's that's the majority of biden's infrastructure thing he has some other he has his like tax plan um yeah for uh getting um uh more you know more taxes on the rich and corporations the, your typical stuff um i mean if we're going to talk about that we can also talk about um his job stuff like real quick um, in terms of economic stuff, um, yeah, he's had really bad job report. He had a really bad job report in April. I think the worst in twenty three years or something like that. Um, um really? Yeah, it he's, w- he's also had a uh, the the employment rate is is increasing. Or yeah, well that's we're, true. We're on the up and up again. You know, we're, we're on the up and up, but it's and I hate to say it, it's a lot slower than it was under Trump. Um, well, and I think that well, is. Tr- it's just such different circumstances. You, it's, c- you yeah, can't it's, compare. No, no, no. I'm talking about COVID Trump. I'm talking about like if you if you look at COVID Trump. Yeah, but the, the I I would take uh, I would take deaths, deaths for I I mean I I think that like well n- n- even then there there's and we can talk about this more yeah but I think that Biden Biden needs to stop doing the sixteen dollar an hour unemployment thing like 
Yeah, I think that he doesn't have a lot of control over the unemployment rate, does no, he? No, he or un- uh, unemployment like uh, unemployment benefits. Oh, unemployment. Yeah, benefits. he does. He he. Because like the treasury or the 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 financial committee, one of the financial committees in the is like, stop doing this, and he's like, no. But uh, but a lot of that, um, yes, is at the federal level. But a lot of the the wage stuff is, of course, at the state level, like minimum wage and. Yeah, but even then, and like even at the local level. Well, yeah, even then. Yeah, well, actually, you know that at Costco you can make twenty four dollars an hour. Really? Yeah. Wow. Costco's based. Um, based. Um. Actually, if you want to talk about a corporation that treats its employees right, like, like they always seem so happy when you go into Costco. They're always like, I can see why they're getting paid like double what <laughs> all the all oh, the yeah. chumps are paying. But yeah. But no, I mean, you don't. Unemployment should not be something like unemployment is something you should be able to. I know this sounds cruel, but you shouldn't be able to thrive on unemployment. It's not something like you should be actively trying to to, to look for another job. But if you're making sixteen dollars an hour off it, why the hell would you? I can go and you know make music and sit in my underwear and play video games all day. Listen, I can yeah. finally finish my building my highway systems and city skylines. Why <laughs> I, you know, but I can, yeah, I, I don't know even know what I would do at that time play a lot of video games for sure but i i do think that i agree that needs to be lowered for sure um and i think that the minimum wage actually that's a whole other topic but i think that yeah we need to lower that and that'll totally increase growth but in terms of like um the economy he's seen incredible gdp growth really i believe so yeah I, uh, we can well, we can look at the yeah, statistics, we'll, but it we'll get we'll get numbers on that. Cause, but here's the thing: prices are going up all over. Like, have you noticed that? Like, prices of basic things, like lumber, is up something like two hundred, three hundred percent. Corn was up fifty percent. That's bad because then that influences like all our livestock industries. Like, I don't know if you can really look at that and and, and just be like, well, Biden's doing great economically when everything seems to be increasing in price. Supply lines are still screwed, which is not Biden's fault. That's yeah. Fault. There's so much going on that I think that people are like, Biden, why are you doing like gas prices? Like all these things that people are just like the, Biden. Well, I think that you can look at the gas prices and be like, well, why wasn't the FBI watching out for that? And they were instead looking for Granny at that at, at the, the, the Capitol riot. It, that's. I think that's a. I think the thing with Biden is that more like. And Biden wasn't like the Capitol riot. Biden Biden wasn't even president during. No, he wasn't. Um, but. So this was like, Trump era stuff. Well, no, what I'm saying is, but yeah, but do you really think Trump sent out the FBI, and and tried to hunt down all these people? Do you really think? Well, they don't have. He doesn't have control of the FBI. Well, that's what they like to to claim. You. Technically, the president does have, I think, because they're executive branch stuff. But um, yeah, but I mean, like the the head of the FBI, like, does not have to get along with Trump. Well, yeah, we know all, for uh, sure. And, and also, like, if you if you like, you know, if if you really try to challenge the FBI, you might end up like JFK. I'm just saying. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a. We should do conspiracy theories about like that'd be uh, cool. Uh, that'd be cool. President assassinations. Um, but no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think that the like you can. You can say all these things, but I don't think the economy is doing good under Biden right now, and I think that but yes, a lot of that is because of COVID. Yes, a lot of that is because that. But I don't think he's making it friend. Like I think the biggest thing like he could do, and I think he's starting to, is really push for people to get back and start getting jobs again. And like I think that's where I really he is. Biden. 
but he's still doing that minimum like that 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 um but the CD- i think the stuff with the cdc and the stuff with vaccines is is really helping the oh, economy no no i um, i think it's helping america return to a sense of normalcy i think our economy is still very damaged i think that the amount of people go like going out to restaurants and going out to go get sure, food is that's, way up. And that's and yeah, and that's that's definitely a, a plus with, with with Biden. But you know, to be I'm not an economist. I can't I can't really like wax yeah. eloquent on on on, yeah. on Biden's specific policies. With that I, it's it's also like I think the economy is so complex and takes so long it's it's not like something that that's why people like communism because it's simple <laughs> <laughs> i mean the the but like i think we just need to give it a year let's give it 6 months sure let's give it 6 months well, 6 months from now 6 let's, months let's, we're coming back and we're, we're talking back about and talk the economy yeah, we'll talk about the economy so yeah uh sorry for the abrupt cut there we just revealed some uh personal information um but I, uh, I pulled down my pants. Well, yes, it was very personal. It was shocking, <laughs> disgusting. I, yeah, I it, it just you don't want to know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, no. Um, <clears throat> wrapping up on on Biden's stuff, I think overall, I don't know. I uh, I mean, there's also the him as a leader. I don't think, I don't think like. He's. I don't think he's charismatic at all. Um, but um, no, I. I don't think he's very charismatic. I, I will agree with you there. I don't think he. I don't think he's promoting unity, and I. And I think well, that's. But I think that maybe he wants it. But I think that the administration under him doesn't want unity. They want unity in the fact that people convert to what they're saying. I don't think that he's willing to work, and you can see it in the attitudes of a lot of like hard Biden voters. It's like they're not willing to talk with the other side. That's what every that, that's just the nature of politics. Nowadays. That's the nature of politics now. But even then, I've had more Republicans being like, "Let's you know, let's talk about this type of stuff." I've had more Republican, in, in you know, even I don't know I, about that though. That's and that's more anecdotal stuff. But I I think that like it is pretty generalized. It, yeah, it is pretty generalized. But there, but I think that there's a lot of, I mean, especially especially when you look online and like Twitter and stuff, where you have like yeah you know, your blue check marks. Being like, I don't want unity until everyone supports what I say, and it's like, yeah. I mean, the only thing is that I think that he, w- w- again, we'll see. You know. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's definitely a little bit early. Like, he's he's been past his hundred days. Yeah, he's been past his hundred days. I'd say his hundred days was okay. You know, never gonna live up to FDR. Um, <laughs> I mm, I I don't know, man. I mean, this is where we like disagree here because I don't think. I think Biden has made a lot of gaffes, and I think he's done a lot of things that have polarized Americans. And I think that what? he, like, like what? I think a lot of his equity woke stuff that he's been pushing. I I just think that that's that's the wrong approach to take. And I and I think that he's falling for the same trap that like that that you know people like Hillary Clinton fell for. It's like you have to remember that like you're losing the working class here. <laughs> well, the only thing is that like. I think the woke, like this whole, uh, when you mean woke, are you referring to like the, like the racism, systemic racism? Um, not like that, but also like all the stuff of like changing what you say and changing all this and like, you know, yeah. like, like capitalizing the B in black. Where I'm like, really, is that really advancing our cause of racism? Like, 
uh, when I'm talking about the woke stuff, I'm talking about like instead of instead of talking about police reform, talking about like how diverse this cabinet is or how. But it is. It's you have to give him credit. Like even if even if like it's like just you know whatever. Like whatever. He's got a diverse cabinet. Still, it's like it's like cool. You know, it's like it's like um, it's like oh sure, I'm all for like yeah. more diversity, but like. I don't think that should be at the cost of merit. Like, I, I was looking at some of the cabinet positions, and that'd be an interesting thing to do is look at yeah. Biden's cabinet. But, like, I mean, but like, it's, it's better merit than Trump's cabinet. Yeah, Trump's cabinet was awful. Betsy DeVos. Betsy DeVos. You know, um, um John Bolton. Yeah. Um, but like, I I think that we're sometimes sometimes what happens, I, I, and I also don't think that the 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 right is super duper angry about the woke narrative. Yes, they are. They're too. Uh, and I'll say this right here and right now. A a lot of the right is really angry about it, and it's not. But you don't. Number one, you don't see it because it's not broadcast. But it's also because. But where are you finding this? Is this like uh, I mean, anecdotal? If you, well, if you go onto like Twitter or something, like I know it's like a cesspool, but like yeah. But 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 there's there's been like lots of I've I found stuff of like petitions, a lot of education stuff. Where they're like, I don't want my kid learning about uh, 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 to kill a mockingbird from the perspective of white privilege. It's like that type yeah. of stuff. Like, and, and it's it's not. And 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 I think that we could do an episode on like the woke stuff because I really yeah. vehemently have a huge issue with it. And it's and it's because because it 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 draws away from the issues that affect everyone. And and here's the thing, like like talking about police reform. When George Floyd died, yeah, everyone was on board with, "Hey, this was messed up. We should do some police reform." Yeah, and then all of a sudden, well, well, you, no, well, no, you, no, well, no, you had the riots. The right but, was never on. Yeah, they were. If you look at the support for for Black Lives Matter, it spiked to a level never seen before. You had conservative people, I, like, I, like you know, you well, can find out. Well, the but the if they were really on board, why aren't we defunding the police? Because. Um, very soon after, well, first off, very soon after we we saw a wave of riots that that didn't that didn't help the cause. But, but this, not, well, uh, this well, this well, let me say this. The second thing is that all of a sudden we had a lot of the stuff of like trying to purge all these old shows that might have had race depictions and like all this stuff of like if you did this, you're racist. If you did, like the kind of like there was a wave of cancel culture that kind of swept over, and a lot of people were like. What about police reform? Can't we, like, instead of talking about, like, like, I remember seeing this article that was, like, straight black men are the white people of black people. And I was like, what is that solving? Like, let's, because police reform affects everyone. Rich, poor old, no, not rich. It doesn't affect the rich. Nothing ever affects the rich. Um, but, like, poor, black or white, you know, Asian, Hispanic, whatever. It affects everyone. Police yeah. Reform, and, 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 and we need police reform. And when you say it like that, people will get behind it. But when you start pushing a lot of this stuff, all it does is make people defensive. When you talk about white privilege, like, even I, and I've I've heard it from very eloquent things, and I, and I even agree with some parts of it, but even I will instinctively get defensive with it, because I'm like, what have I, like, given us, like, and, and I, I understand but what, what people mean, but like, I, I just, this is a, definitely a separate episode thing. Yeah, but for sure. I, I think that, like, I, I just think that while um, while while police reform is obviously hugely important, so is progressing into a, a more inclusive society. Yeah, but we're already doing that. Like, but without policy. Here's the thing. We don't. When have, what? when have you met? When have you met a young racist? 
Well, I'm sure there are a, a very solid amount in the South. Well, okay, but but here's the thing: if you if you interact with people on a daily basis that are are, are different. Those things, in my opinion, are going to go away. I think a lot of people that are racist, especially out in the country, it's because they don't have contact with these people. And I, I think, I think that a lot of the racism is is, and this is a, this is like a hot take, but I think it's fading with or without whatever movements happen. And I think that, you know, talking about how whiteness is destroying things. All that does is make people defensive and angry. And 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 and. Well, I'm gonna have to disagree. I I think that with you look back in in the '90s and you look back in the course of history, Rodney King riots. Sure. And you look into all the different riots that have taken place. You know, they like society has changed because of them, in my opinion, and because of people who are standing up for them. Mm, I don't think. This is a separate issue. We let's what? have our own thing. But, on this. but I I do think that so, like no no change is achieved through p- civil disobedience. What happens when people get violent is that people push back harder. Look at like look at Martin Luther King versus Malcolm X. Like listen, you know I we yes. have our things on Malcolm X. I like, I like Malcolm I, X. But, I love Malcolm X. But he is he was really like, okay. How about this? Actually, here's a better example. But so, but the only thing is that a lot of the. The march on Washington was just so publicized. It was, but there peaceful. were so many, but there were so many different riots that were also not as peaceful. But it, it people just didn't care because r- nowadays we care so much about like. It, and I, I, I'm well, not saying. Do, do you know? Do you know which neighborhoods were the most damaged during the riots? It was poor black neighborhoods. They they aren't solving anything. They're per, 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 they're perpetuating the system. They're I mean they're sorry. They're perpetuating the the, the inequalities. And they're not changing anything. But they're, they're getting noticed. They're getting people like yeah. And and you know what they're doing? They're making people angry. You know, like they're getting people peaceful protests when they're when they're when they're publicized. What happens with that? And also, we're kind of like <laughs> right, at a point. But like, this is a separate thing. But like, yeah. I w- let's table this. Yeah. Next week. Like, yeah, next week, yeah. let's talk about wokeness, police reform. All yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I. But like, to conclude. Let's yes. both have yeah, a fa- finally statement. We're gonna f- discuss this next week. Um, I th- I just think that like um, I think that we we failed to recognize the the amount that has come from these um race. You know, like I I feel like riots. It's hard to say this, but sometimes riots are justified. Um, and I believe that something can be justified and still not right. I think that it's, it's, it's not necessarily like, you know, like, of course, burning down buildings is not morally right, but I think it is justified. I'm going to save my, my, my okay. big rant for that, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, but let's talk about it later. Um, I mean, for me closing, it's like riots never when you when you look at history, it's never the violence that that changes minds. It's you have to change hearts and minds. You you, and and and, and watching some guy burn down a store isn't really going to change your mind. It, it might change your mind in the other direction, but like, the way to achieve change is through peaceful civil disobedience, and the way to get people on your side is to make it so that everyone can agree with you, and you don't use provocative terms. That's all I have to say on that. 
But uh, with this, let's shift to our. If you're cool with that, yes. Let's let's, shift. let's shift to our last segment. Um, I mean, do we really, really even need to? Do we really even need to kind of go? I think yeah, we, I don't we, know. we we went we we've went, covered we, enough. Yeah, we went long on this one. Yeah, we went really uh, long. Either way, um, uh, thank you all for listening through almost two hours worth. It's gonna be Wowza. two hours. Yeah, two hours worth of uh, us rambling and Wowza. ranting. Wow, if you're here right now and you're listening. Wow. Yeah, you we went through a lot. Yeah, you need to go seek therapy yeah, now. You need to go you need to go outside. Yeah, go outside, do something else. <laughs> get a glass of water. Go do yeah, something. Yeah, get a glass of life. water. I am you are parched. a sad soul. <laughs> this is how every podcast succeeds berating the viewers or listeners. <clears throat> you are horrible people. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, with that, uh, I think we'll end it off here. Yep. Um thank you for listening. You know, do do the YouTube algorithm stuff. Like, subscribe. I don't, you know, do do the stuff. Yeah, do um, the stuff. And hit, just annihilate that bell button. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, have a good rest of your day, or night, or whenever you're listening to this. And uh, this is the Snake and Sick podcast signing off. See you guys.